This is a test of the emergency podcast system. This is only a test. This is a test of the podcast stations in your area. If this had been an actual podcast, you would have heard official information, news, or a funny intro. This station serves the Trailer Talk with Ryan audience. This concludes this test of the emergency podcast system. Hey there, campers, and welcome to another episode of Trailer Talk with Ryan. I'm Ryan, this is my trailer, and I'm talking. As you can tell by the intro, uh, I received emails from you guys, uh, from all the listeners, wanting to uh, chime in and vote on whether or not you want different intros, or if you want um, the same one each time. Uh, So different ones, one out, Uh, it was a landslide, landslide vote. Everybody wanted, uh, I don't think anybody wanted the same one over and over. So that's what you get. You get creativity out of this mind. That's that's what we have. So today's episode is going to be a mixed bag of topics. So we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. We're going to talk about dog stuff. We're going to talk about manly stuff. We're going to talk about like just general camping stuff. And then, you know, like whatever else doesn't fall into those categories, but uh, that's what we'll be doing. Uh, And I want to acknowledge uh, new listeners in different parts of the world. This is insane. So we have people from uh, Deutschland. (laughs) That's horrible. That was a horrible uh, thing. Uh, We got some people from Indonesia. I don't know their accent. Uh, Ireland, I'm not going to attempt it. And uh, Mexico. It's just dumb. <laughs> um, so uh, we uh, that's uh, so. Thank you, thank you very much for uh, 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 listening. That's that's insane. People all over the world are listening to me, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, these Americans that are not very." Oh, that was bad. <laughs> what is what what thing was that? I don't know. Anyways, uh, so it's raining. I don't know if you guys can hear the raindrops, but it is raining, and it's not going to stop raining, but I don't care because I wanted to talk to you because I know you have a long drive. How, you're driving like right now. How, how, how much longer you got on this drive? See? I mean, that's crazy. So that's why you need to listen to me, and you will arrive at your destination much faster just because you won't realize it. Uh, also, hopefully you don't hear the raindrops because I have like these super, super sweet, um, dynamite inline mic preamps, microphone preamps from SE. Can't remember what the SE stands for, but whatever. And they look like little sticks of dynamite. It's pretty neat. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay. So first thing uh, I wanted to talk about is having a dog while you're camp hosting. Because that does add a another layer, right? You have uh, you got to take care of this little guy or little girl, whatever. But mine's a guy, so we're just gonna say guy. Uh, you got to take care of him, and you got to make sure he doesn't get in the way, and you got to make sure that uh, you know he doesn't uh, cause problems with the campers or anything like that. And for me, it's really difficult because. I have like this pirate mentality of like, ah, oh, you know, I'm down with your rules. Of course, I guess, you know, pirates have a lot of rules and traditions, so that might be the wrong uh, analogy, but I am someone who doesn't like rules. 
So, I don't like uh, the leash laws and leash rules. I think it's silly. My dog is super nice and super friendly. He's not going to bite anybody. He's not going to attack anybody. When he gets attacked, he like goes away for a minute and is like, well, well, maybe, maybe they were just like upset. I'm going to go talk to him again. And then he gets like attacked again. And he's like, well, okay. So, you know, Hey, third time's a charm. He comes back. So my dog is like super kind. He doesn't need to be on a leash. Uh, He does in the fact that I don't want to go traipsing around to find him, but he comes back. He's, he's a good guy. So anyways, you know, I, I have to have him leashed up a lot uh so that yeah that's not fun it's not fun for him even though he's pretty relaxed and he just uh will sit out there on the picnic table and sunbathe it's kind of funny people people actually laugh you know or or enjoy seeing him on the picnic table they're like oh we saw falco on the picnic table today so he uh he has a little a little (laughs) fan base oh there he is he's barking I think he was asleep and something startled him. He wasn't barking like a guard dog. I think it was more like a, what, what, who's there, what? Okay. Uh, so, so typically I'll, I'll just kind of, you know, I'll give you my um, typical day with a dog as I camp host. Uh, because I, I feel like, you know, again, it's like my pattern, right? Uh, I tell you my experiences until, instead of telling you what to do enough people, enough people tell you what to do. So here's my experience. Uh, I get up, go to work. Did you hear him shaking? He has a lot of background noise. This guy, he doesn't realize I'm, I'm doing a show. I'm doing a show, Falcor. He's ignoring me. He's like, I don't care. You can take your GD show and shove it up your GD butt. Um, he doesn't he doesn't like to cuss so that's why he he uh abbreviates things uh so i go to work and i uh i leave them inside the trailer i don't like leaving them outside the trailer when i'm um gone for uh, you know a long time and then i used to actually come back around say 10 like after i got the trash trash done i'd come back check on him and he was usually asleep and so I was like waking him up. So I stopped that and I would just come back at lunch. So anywhere between 12 and one. So, you know, it's like, you know, he's, uh, he's in here for about four, anywhere from four to five hours, which is not a long time. So don't worry. Uh, and, uh, then, you know, he uses the bathroom. I, while I eat lunch, I put him outside on the, on the cable. So it gives him some outside time, even though he wants to come back in. Because he's like, you're inside. I want to come inside where you are. And I'm like, no, I'm eating. He's like, I know, but I want to eat too with you. What are you eating? And so then I go back to work. And if it's nice out, I only have like an hour left usually. I will put uh, his harness on and then chain him up outside so he can stay outside. And... And then I come home and then we uh, we at least do like a little tiny little walk, like something small. I take him over through the woods and uh, over the hills and through the woods and let him uh, play in the creek and, and run around over there without a leash. So he likes that. And then sometimes we do a hike or whatnot. So 
that's you know that's like the general thing that we do. Uh, I do take him in my little camp host cart and drive him around once in a while. <laughs> he loves that. He loves the cart so much. He loves like riding in cars anyway. So he just loves that. It's like the open air. Hitting the open road through Vogel State Park. So he enjoys it. And people are always like waving. and Oh, it's the doggy. It's like, yeah, it's the dog. It's the dog. Um. Oh, so I took him uh, swimming recently over in the creek because I was cleaning up some debris from the last storm. We got like eight inches of rain insane in like in like 12 hours so total, everything was flooded and overran so i was cleaning out the creek with all the debris and he was like running back and forth and playing in the creek and uh i was trying to get him to come into this big deep hole that uh is there it's like waist deep for me and uh he actually jumped over the creek he jumped like seven feet from a standing he wasn't running he was just like standing still and jumped uh, it was insane. And he was so proud of himself <laughs> that moments, like, like a few minutes later, he went and did the same thing. Now I wasn't calling him. I wasn't telling him to come here or anything. He was just like, holy shit. Did you see how far I jumped? I'm going to do that again. That was insane. So I thought that was funny. He was, uh, he was showing off. Of course, then he came swimming with me and then tried to jump up on the bank and only got his two front front paws up there. It's kind of funny. So he was hanging on like a like a wet dog. Um, so, he's such a good dog. The other day I was uh, making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I was using um, this black this blackberry preserves that I got because I like blackberries because I'm from the northwest and. Like I had a, I, I threw him a slice of bread, just like a plain slice of bread, and it was so funny because it landed, and then he looked at it and looked up at me and he was like, "Hey man, uh, how about a little bit of the preserves?" And and it didn't strike me odd that he was asking for something on his bread, but it really impressed me that he identified that these were preserves not a jelly or a jam but specifically a preserve uh you know he just he really has a heightened sense of awareness and uh it's just you know it's something to take into uh consideration when finding your next dog you know maybe you should have a little test just uh take some sandwiches and and ask the dog what is on the sandwich it's just an idea uh, speaking of sandwiches, uh, I'm hungry now. Uh, do you guys make, like when the supplies are running low, right? Like you're, you're getting to the bottom of the peanut butter jar or, or if like you're making like a, a, a meat sandwich with lunch meats, um, and, and you're getting like, you notice, you, you know, like you can't make a full sandwich out of what's left. Do you guys just go ahead and put the rest on to that one sandwich and just make it like a total like a kind of like a dagwood just like just a giant sandwich no no, no maybe uh, i do and it's amazing here's a little trick if you are doing that with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich uh 
you know, obviously you have one slice that has the peanut butter, one slice that has the jelly. But if you're like going overboard with the peanut butter, then you have to go overboard with the jelly. Well, how do you do that without making a mess? Well, here's how you do it. You put peanut butter on both slices and you build up the edges of each slice with peanut butter a little bit. So it's a little concave, um, kind of like a bowl on each uh, slice of bread. And then you want to fill those bowls up with jelly, preserves, jams, which have you, or honey. But you don't want to fill it all the way. Don't get crazy. Go go a solid halfway up. And then and you do that on both sides. And then you slap it together and it it creates this seal. And it's amazing. Just a little little trick for you. Oh, speaking uh you know, continue the sandwich uh talk here. Uh there's a sandwich that one of my grandmothers I think she invented it. She's originally from Kentucky and then, you know, moved out to Oregon. So they, uh, they have like a, you know, a bit of a Southern, um, influence when it comes to certain things like food. So, uh, in the South, uh, the tomato sandwiches are, are a huge hit, you know, a little mayonnaise, some nice tomato slices, maybe some pepper and salt on there. Boom. It's amazing. Well, so, my grandma, she uh, she likes to uh, experiment. Uh, so she makes that sandwich, but on the opposite slice, she puts peanut butter. Now, you're probably like, what? That's insane. Um, it's not. It's amazing. I mean, if you like peanut butter. If you don't like peanut butter, and if you don't like tomatoes, and if you don't like mayonnaise, then it's probably the worst sandwich ever. But if you like all three of those things... Put them together, and I will guarantee that uh, it will blow your mind. And if you don't believe me, uh, ask my friend Chad, who was here uh, during the podcast, and he's like, hey, are you making, is that a peanut butter and tomato and mayonnaise sandwich? I was like, yes, it was. I said, do you want one? He's like, yep. And he tried it for the first time, and he was blown away. So there you go. There you go. I think that's enough sandwich talk. So the other day, we, like I said, we got uh, eight inches of rain in like 12 hours. And there were, you know, there were like uh, warnings all over the state, you know. And there was even tornado warnings. And apparently tornadoes like 60 degree weather. Like when it's 60 degrees down here in the south, that's tornado weather. But I, I also like 60 degree weather because it's nice. It's like a light jacket type of weather so i started thinking if i like 60 degree weather and tornadoes like 60 degree weather am i like part tornado i mean i <laughs> like when i get mad sometimes you know things like get thrown up in the air and sometimes it's like like the uh tasmanian devil when he like starts turning around in a little tornado little little dirt devil that's you know that's something to think about you know it's maybe maybe i am maybe i'm a little tornado on my mother's side you never know but you know whatever uh so let's talk about campers 
Because I like interacting with campers, and you wouldn't think that because I'm an introvert. But I do. I like talking and, and interacting with campers. Like, they have all these different stories, and it's, I mean, it's amazing. Like, there was one guy, and hopefully he's listening, and hopefully he will come on and let me interview him. But this dude, he was like, he was so nice. He came up to the, my site, and uh, he's like, oh, hey, are you a camp host? I'm like, yep. And he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, how do you like it? Yada, yada, all that stuff. And so we also started, then we, you know, started talking about the podcast. I'm like, yeah, it's about camping and cycling. He's like, oh, cycling. I like cycling. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, I rode a, I rode a bike across. Oh, I'm going to screw it up now, I think. But he's like, uh, I think it was China. He's like, yeah, I rode a bike across China, me and a buddy of mine. And I'm like, what? And I think also like South America or maybe South Africa. Doesn't matter. One of the South things. Um, and I was like, dude, you totally have to come on the show and talk about it. He's like, uh, I don't know. I was like, people would love to hear the, your stories. You're going to have amazing stories. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Um, but you know, he was camping with his family. So, you know, not everybody, you know, plans to do a podcast while you're camping. So unfortunately it didn't happen. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he's listening and will email me and come back up. Actually, come down. I think he's from uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, so that's like a, an example of like a really cool experience with uh, campus. Um, there are other experiences though, um, but they're all usually positive. And I I laugh sometimes on the inside because you know there's um we have a waterfall here on the at the park and it's on the end of the lake and there's a lake trail and it's you know, really easy to find. You can actually see the waterfall from the road as you're driving up to the park. And, and you drive like right by the lake as you're entering the park. So it's like really hard to miss, (laughs) but I'll be, I'll be darned if, uh, if I don't get that question the most, like they stop me and they're like, you know, excuse me. Uh, uh, you know, is there, where's the waterfall? And I'm like, well, the, you know, there's like six million waterfalls around here. So I'm like, you mean like the waterfall here at the park? And they're like, yeah. I'm like the one that's um, the one that's labeled on the map that you're holding in your hand. Yeah. The one that's labeled on the map that you're holding in your hand. That's at the end of the lake, which is also on the map, and also that big giant body of water that you drove by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. So you know where the lake is then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. So go to the lake, get on the trail, walk it, you'll find the waterfall. Oh, great, great, great. So it's, um, and you know, I don't like ridicule them in person because that'd just be mean. But inside my head, I'm just like, like, did you open the map? Did you look at it? I mean, it's not like it's some topographical military map that's like hard to read and you have to like know what the you have to find the legend and see what oh that means a blah 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 no dude it's like a little cartoon thing that you get from like waffle house it's like a fun fun kids map it's (laughs) whatever i don't care it's just uh it's funny oh and uh it's also funny 
to well it's not real funny because i have to go around picking up the trash so it's not funny when they leave the trash outside the trash cans but it is funny that full fully grown human adults can't figure out how to open the bear proof trash cans now there have been incidences maybe not here but uh other places where bears have figured out how to open up bear-proof trash cans. Literally. But a human who drives a car on the road and goes to some job and does something that affects other people can't figure out how to open a trash can. It's not a multi-step process either. Just a... Well, maybe it's two steps. You put your hand... You push your the lever with your hand and then you lift the lid. So I guess it's a two-step. It's a two-stepper. It's your basic two-stepper trash can. Uh, yeah, but they're not fi they're not figuring that out. So I I don't know. I mean I I don't even like when they ask me. It takes me it takes me a little bit to like like um, understand the question that they're asking. I mean I'm serious. I go blank for a little bit because it's like. Like, who who couldn't figure that out? But there's some people that can't. And they leave their trash outside the trash can. And if they do that in the evening, then the animals get to it and destroy the bag and spread trash all over the place. And guess who gets to come and clean it up the next morning? Moi. I mean, you know, I'm not complaining because I have, you know, such a tight timeline or anything. I mean, it actually gives me something to do that lasts longer. But... It's not something I want to do, right? So just, um, you know, maybe take a class before you go camping. Make sure you know how to uh, operate the trash cans. If you feel unsure about your trash can operating abilities, you know, ask the visitor center when you check in. They can give you a class. Uh, and then you can get a, um, a junior ranger patch for opening a trash can. <sighs> Sorry. I didn't mean to rant, but you know, hey, this is like my therapy too, right? So, and I'm not going all political or anything like that. So, you gotta like give me, give me one for that. Uh, oh, I did something fun. So I have uh, the little, you know, the camp host little uh, UTV. It's a John Deere. It's it's great. A little two seater with a little dump bed on the back. Oh, it's fun. It's great. Fun to drive. Practical and everything. Uh, one of our other camp hosts, they have a, it's called a day cab truck. It's like a semi truck, but it, you know, it didn't have a sleeper on it. It does now, but it didn't originally. Um, and they use that to pull their fifth wheel. Makes sense. And during all his renovations of the truck, he removed the smokestack from his truck. And so there's like a two, three foot section of like the top, the chrome piece, the, the piece that looks really cool. So I found that in the scrapyard because that's where it was. And so I mounted it in the bed of my UTV. It is so awesome. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious because I mean, it's like, like, I don't know, four or five inch exhaust pipe that sticks straight up. Oh, it's all chromed out. Looks great. I even canted it a little bit to the side, you know, like uh, turned it. Not like it's not leaning or anything, but like, you know, that way it looks like <laughs> like it's actually <laughs> designed to go in there. Uh, 
so that was awesome. Super redneck. Love it. And it's a John Deere. So like it kind of like it works. Uh, but what's funny is that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's awesome. You know, walk by a point and laughing. They get a kick out of it. Um, I get a kick out of <laughs> the people that ask me, oh, do you have the exhaust routed through it? And I'm like, what? No. Why would the exhaust be routed through it? This is a joke. This is a joke, people. It's just, it's, it's, it, it's like, uh, it's like tires, these big tires that stick out way outside of the fender wells of these, uh, trucks. It's a joke. Zing. Uh, but I like it. It's, it's fun. It's good stuff. I gotta get some smoke bombs and like throw it down in there and that way I can drive around with it, uh, smoking. That'd be cool. Maybe I'll go into town today and see if Walmart has some smoke bombs. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so, you know, like this is the manly stuff segment. As you can see, it's not like too manly stuff, but you know, trash cans and trash cans and exhaust pipes. I don't know if it gets any more manlier than that. But here is something that's super manly. So, I have um, tried to start exercising again after. Uh, my bout of laziness. Uh, and so one thing I've been doing is um, chopping wood. That's like good exercise and it's fun. And we have so many uh, log rounds that have been cut up from down trees around here. It's, it's great. And then I stack it and allow campers to grab it. Now, of course, it's wet and stuff like that. So it's hard to burn, but whatever. It's free wood. So I have like all these stacks of wood out there in front of my site. And you know, a lot of campgrounds, they frown on that because they, they sell camp, camp wood, uh, they sell firewood at the, at the store. And, and so do we, we, we sell the, the actual kiln dried firewood at the store. It's $6 a bag just to let you know. Um, so make sure you pick up some firewood. Uh, but a lot of people will come in after it's closed or they just drive around looking for, wood that's laying like sticks and stuff laying on the ground so have all this wood out there nobody was taking it some people would stop and ask like if i was selling i'd be like no take all you want um so then i made a sign that said free wood and i put it out there and all three stacks which i mean these weren't giant stacks but all three stacks were gone in one day it was hilarious and i'm i'm like really curious how well it burned but, uh, so no more free wood. I don't have any more wood. I got to find some more to chop. Do some more Paul Bunyan stuff. Uh, we were building a, these, uh, oh no, we were building a building to house the new water pump that is, uh, pumping water through the campground. And we were cutting shingles for the roof, uh, you know, little asphalt shingles. And so I was helping with that and I had like a, you know, utility knife or whatever. And I was like, zing, just cutting away. And I, I found that if I made light, fast cuts, it would go through it faster. Well, apparently I, I just lost concentration and I cut my middle finger like from the tip 
through the nail, like into the nail bed and everything. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my god, it was crazy. Like as soon as I did it, I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" <laughs> I was putting pressure on it, and you know, you gotta hold it up. And uh, and the guys were like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope, not okay right now." <laughs> I was like, "We gotta stop. We gotta, we gotta get this thing." addressed immediately so that's what we did we bandaged bandaged it up and they're like oh you should just take the rest of the day off you know uh you know go keep that up and make sure it's you know you get the bleeding stop i'm like ah no i'll be fine i'll keep working so i kept working and about the third time that they said hey you know you're getting blood everywhere why don't you guys uh why don't you just go home i went i went home and cleaned it properly and and bandaged it up I guess they were tired of blood getting all over the tools and the building materials. I was like, it's just roof shingles, so it's not like people are going to see the blood. But it's all healed up now. I mean, well, it's healing. I still have like half a fingernail missing. And then, uh, <laughs> the other day I was eating a sandwich. And so I have, a, like, all my knives are sharp because uh, one of my grandfather's was a machinist and and he's german so of course like all his knives are super sharp and so that's what i try to do is i try to keep my knives super sharp and they're they're definitely sharp i'm sure they can be sharper but they're super sharp uh i was making a sandwich and then i without thinking i put the knife in my mouth and you know was pulling it out you know like licking it licking the the knife thing and I started just like slicing my lip into <laughs> God. Like luckily I stopped. About probably went about a quarter inch of the knife blade, you know, like the lengthwise. And I stopped. I pulled it out of my lip and like opened my mouth really wide and removed the knife and of course, you know, it was bleeding and whatnot, but luckily your mouth heals up fast. That's all healed up now. So I think I'm I think I'm banned from using knives for a little while i gotta i gotta take another course on on what not to do with sharp objects <sighs> what are you gonna do you know what, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do uh I'll, I'll tell you what i'm gonna do i uh i like to play around with siri on my phone give uh give him or her a hard time it give it a hard time so i i'm a fan of the movie step brothers <laughs> so i told siri i was like hey siri call me dragon from now on <laughs> so now now uh, well, I, I have a woman's voice on it now now she says dragon it's hilarious yes dragon what can i do for you dragon I love it. Call me Dragon, son. Oh, that's good stuff. That's great. Um, so I think I've mentioned it before. I have Wi-Fi at the trailer, and it you know it works. It actually works a lot better now. They must have upgraded the the system. Maybe since uh, Chad was up here, he went back and talked to the guys and got more towers put up or something i don't know uh 
but I've had a, a time now to live up here without Wi-Fi and then with Wi-Fi. And the reason I got it in the first place was for my wifey to come up here and spend more time with me here. So, um, so she needed Wi-Fi to be able to work. And because it was so spotty, she wasn't able to do that. It just wasn't um, uh, trustworthy service and fast enough because like, she's on Zoom calls like all the time now. It's insane. So whatever. I have the internet. And uh, I, I have to tell you, I enjoyed not having internet a little more. There's certain aspects of it because I like the isolated feeling. The feeling of isolation. There he is. He is a man in isolation. Uh, it was it was kind of nice because I I watched DVDs for entertainment versus streaming, and that was fun because you know you I buy like the dollar DVDs or the you know the five dollar ones that have three movies. You know it's a three movie pack, and so you're watching old stuff and. Sometimes bad movies, you know, and and it's just I don't know, it's just enjoyable. Um, and then also we trade DVDs here at the park between the campos. It's like a, uh, a little like a DVD club or whatever. Uh, so you know, it's just it was just fun. And to do anything on Wi-Fi or to make phone calls, you had to go all the way down to the lake and get on Wi-Fi down there. Uh, so it just it really. It really drove home that, hey, you're isolated. Now, I will say, I I have enjoyed streaming my shows. I got my, I watch my stories. So that's nice. It, it is, it is nice. Uh, I've, I've, I've been doing, a, you know, this solar uh, uh, upgrade for the trailer. So the ability to, number one, talk with my engineer, Brandon, uh, and then to buy products and to look up products, that's been really nice. And also, like recently, uh, we're, we're going to upgrade the truck as well. Uh, instead of, so we decided, so that's actually a good point. So we decided to upgrade the truck, kind of freshen it a little bit in versus trying to figure out how to buy a new one because buying a new one. And again, it's not going to be like a new, new one. It'd just be like new to us because who can afford an $80,000 truck? I mean, there are obviously, but I can't. Uh, so we, we decided to get a tune, you know, those little tune, the computer tune thingy bobbers you hook up and it makes it go super fast, you know, and, some exhaust and cold air intake, you know, get, get more power out of the truck, which it already had enough, but let's get some more power out of it. That way there's no worries. We'll get, uh, all the fluids and flushes and kind of like a, you know, a tune up, get a tune up done, new plugs, all that jazz. And so that's like a minuscule amount of money versus, you know, trying to sell, we'd have to try to sell our truck private party to get, enough money out of it to put a sizable down payment on a, on another truck. And I'm not going to go with, I'm not going to go from a half ton to a three quarter ton. I'm going to go all the way to a one ton because that's just what I want to do. And it's got to be four wheel drive and it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. It has all these requirements 
whether valid or just uh, just us saying, I have to have this. And, you know, so then you got a truck payment. And that's just insane. So, you know, a couple couple bills here and a couple bills there and 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 you got your truck running like a top so that's that's what we did so i i didn't mean to get uh all isolate uh all off topic um what was i talking about talking about the wi-fi and not having wi-fi so yeah so so having wi-fi is is handy and and uh, i'm able to upload my episodes so you guys you guys are actually benefiting from my wi-fi so I'm going to start a little GoFundMe for my Wi-Fi bill every month. You know, I mean, hey, you know, I'm doing a public service. That's how I see it. Just, uh, you know, kick in a couple bucks. It would be appreciated. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, so I have uh, our camp host neighbors down the, down the lane. Uh, Jeff and Denise, they were on one of the shows. Super great people. I love that Jeff calls me Rye. He doesn't call me Ryan. He calls me Rye. And it's in that that, that northern northern uh, Canadian border type of uh, little accent. It's hilarious. Love it. So funny. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, you know, I correct people. Like, don't call me that. My name's Ryan. Don't, don't, uh, don't come up with new things. All right. Uh, but that one, that one's good. I let that one go all the time. It's hilarious. So funny. I also, I also have a, uh, I have a hack. I have a life hack. That's like the new thing, right? So I go hiking and I have hiking boots and the laces are super crazy long and i don't like to tuck them inside the boot because then it rubs against your you know your legs all that stuff so here's what i found i found that uh if you take a um was it, a ponytail holder and you put it underneath you know you tie your boots and then you take the ponytail holder and you just like push it underneath some laces that are down the boot and then you know it's hard to describe over this but like just go get one and then you figure it out push it underneath and then you pull both loops up and then slide your laces your loose lace ends into the uh into the loops holds it perfect it's amazing so that's a little little hack a little hack uh another hack it's not a hack Another tip. Here's a tip. So it's been raining a lot. I told you this was a mixed bag. So I'm just, I know I'm jumping like from one thing to another. It's a mixed bag, man. Um, it's like a, it's like, it's like a really bad pre-packaged trick-or-treat bag. Don't you hate that? Just give me a full-size candy bar. And if you can't, if you can't um, handle the full size, I get it. Money's tight. Uh, Fun-size candy bars. I don't need... A prepackaged little goodie bag that has crap. Okay? I mean, God, it's such crap. Anyways, sorry. I just, me and Candy, and, you, know, it, you know, I mean, there's limits. There's limits to my, uh, 
those are just limits. Um, chocolate. That's chocolate is what you're supposed to hand out for trick or treating. Okay, I don't know why there's bit of honeys. I don't know why there's candy corn. I don't know why there's gum. Or or like, I mean, or uh, chocolate. 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 You can put. Peanuts in the chocolate. You put nougat in the chocolate. You can put caramel in the chocolate. You can put almonds, coconut, whatever. I don't care, but it's chocolate. I just don't understand. Um, I, I apologize. I didn't. I didn't mean to go. I didn't mean to have a little rage. I didn't mean for that to happen. Um, as. As a human, I, I, I sometimes cannot control my emotions. And um, and honestly, I haven't had any chocolate for a few weeks now. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still in the DT process. And uh, you know, I'm, every once in a while, it just kind of you know, blurts out and, and whatnot. So I'm trying. I apologize. Uh, so it's been raining... A lot here, which, you know, it wouldn't be so green if it didn't, but it rains. And I noticed water was just coming down like a sheet of water was coming down one of the side windows of the old RV. And I was like, well, that's not right because I have gutters and they should be going out the gutters. Long story short, I get up on top of the trailer with uh, a little broom, you know, just like a household broom. And it's, you know, pouring down rain and I'm up there uh, slipping and sliding because that is slippery. I advise people not to do that. Uh, and and I think I actually pulled a muscle in my ribs. Uh, and so I was sweeping out the gutters because of pine straw and, you know, debris gets up there. And uh, now it's running out through the gutters again. So there you go. Just check your gutters when it's dry. Check your gutters when it's dry. And... Uh, your rain will uh, will flow uh, effortlessly away from your trailer and away from your windows, and that way you don't get any leaks. Nice and nice and good stuff. Nice and good stuff. Uh, so speaking of the rain, uh, it's raining because we're coming out. You know, we're thawing, right? It's springtime. Uh, all the animals are out, and uh, they are. You know, I have to admit they're they're acting uh, they're acting a little inappropriate. A little inappropriate. A lot of PDA uh, is happening. Okay, public displays of affection. Uh, that's happening uh, quite rampantly. Yes, in front of little kids, in front of old people. Um, you know, it's just not appreciated. Okay, all these birds. These birds are fighting each other for you know superiority for for breeding rights. Um. And, you know, I, I just don't feel like this is the, yes, it's, it's just not the time for violence, you know, the, and especially, you know, this is a sanctuary of, of, of peacefulness and kindness. And, and here are these, these robins, they are just out there just duking it out between each other, trying to get, you know, trying to win over the, the female bird for fornication. And it's just, it's just, it's just getting out of control. I, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to talk to the park manager and see if we can't do something because it's, 
you know, I hate to sound like a prude or Christian Puritan, but it's, uh, I think we need to stop animal violence and animal sex. Uh, there, I said it. I came out. I, I, I feel, I feel, I feel better now. Uh, weight is off my shoulders. I, I think if we can start talking about it now, maybe we can have some change come along. Uh, so speaking of sex, that reminds me of a saying that um, my dad had told me, and then I've also heard it, um, you know, other times too. Uh, there's a rule of the three F's, uh, and and there's there's different variations. So this one I'm going to give you is one of the newest variations I've um, uh, heard because I'll, I'll be honest, this isn't what my dad told me. My dad told me one that was a little more cruder um, and would probably probably get, uh, you know turn some of you away. I mean, I think it's it's hilarious, and if you want to hear it, then like email me and I'll I'll tell it to you. But uh, so here's the clean version. So the three the the rule of the three F's. If you can float it, fly it, or fuck it, you should rent it. <laughs> and think about it. But that's hilarious. And that's for, you know, that's for men and women. It's not a sexist thing. <laughs> so I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to end on that note <laughs> because I don't think I can get it uh, any worse or any better after that. And, and honestly, oh, I had a power. Oh no, I, I had power because I, we, our power went out today, and so I had to hook up the generator, and I just noticed that the clock on the microwave was back to zeros, but that was because I had to unhook the generator and go back to shore power. We're back on now. Uh, but anyways, it's it's lunchtime. Oh, yeah. God, it's totally lunchtime. So I need to go make a sandwich. Or Oh, well, I think I got a tomato. I'm going to make my potato. And a t- potato. I'm going to make my tomato and peanut butter sandwich. That's what I'm going to do. Yup, 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 yup. Um, so I we did part one to the solar install, part one, uh, you know, episode, and we're gonna do uh, a, a second one, and we'll you know we'll do some we'll we'll do more, uh, but on 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 the next one, make sure you guys um stay tuned. You know, if, if you're interested in the solar stuff, and if not, you know, then you'd probably be like, oh, I'll listen to something else. Um. You know, we're going to talk about what components we chose, and I'll even provide a bill of materials in, in like the show notes and stuff. That way, you can kind of see what uh, what to get, and it'll make it a little easier for you guys. Uh, and also talk about cable routing through the the trailer because that's that's a pretty big mystery for a lot of us. So make sure you. Uh, Make sure you look for that. Oh, oh, and I have so I actually have a joke because the rule of three F's was like just something I thought of, and I, I had to say it because I don't, I don't have anybody to talk to up here. I can talk to Falcor, but he doesn't laugh at all my stuff. So you know, I just get like a 
straight face from him a lot of times. So here's my joke. (laughs) I had a really optimistic friend fall out of the 10th story window. And as he passed each floor, he would say, going good so far. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't funny. I mean, hey, man, like I'm not a comedian, so give me a break. Um, You know, I mean, you know, I, I, I do the best I can. Some, I hope it was funny. I think it's funny. But, you know, some people won't. You know, and and you know what's not funny? Segway. Is suicide. Suicide's not funny. And suicide among our veteran population isn't funny. But the Veterans Crisis Line is a free confidential resource that's available to anyone, even if you're not registered with the VA, which the VA is horrible, or enrolled in VA healthcare, which is probably why you're thinking about suicide. Uh, so give them a call, man. Their number is 1-800-273-8255 and then press 1. Uh, Falcor is actually asleep and he's talking in his sleep. He's like, I wish I can get a microphone over there. And his whole body's moving. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so again, Veterans Crisis Line, one 800 Two seven three eight two five five. Then press one. I'll put all that information in the show notes. So professional. Uh, and as always, if you want to give me an, uh, a shout, you can do so through email uh, at trailer talk with Ryan at gmail dot com. And that will do it for today's show. So until next time, keep on camping, campus.